Hello there, I have listeners. It's Gift tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a great day. So today we're going to be talking about When Women Were Dragons by um, Kelly Barn- Barnhill. And you might be familiar with Kelly Barnhill because she is a Newbery Award winning author of The Girl Who Drank From a Moon. And that was a, you know, that was a juvenile fiction book. But this one is adult. And I would say the age range for this book would probably be just because it's so thoughtful and compelling. I think 15 and over is a good age just so that they can really grasp the maturity and what is being talked about in this novel because it is based on 1950s America. It is very much based on sexism and how women were just constantly oppressed because of their gender um and it's really thoughtful for that but i don't think you know anyone on younger than 15 really really comprehends just the extent i think at that age you know between 13 and 15 they're really learning um about how unfair sexism can be but I don't think it's until they're 15 that they really truly grasp it again that's my perspective I could be wrong some kids grow up faster than others um but it was just so well done this book I think it was really well done because it does follow this character Alex and you can tell by the way the story is being told that she's recounting her life. She's recounting the events that led up to this mass dragoning. And you have to remember, she's an adult telling the story, but she's going back to a childhood lens. And you're seeing all the hindsight. You're seeing all the things she probably missed as a child and how she's highlighting them for us the reader because she realizes hey this was an important moment this was an important moment in not just my life but my aunt's life as well because her aunt was I want to say she was Part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I don't want to say she was a lesbian because I'm not completely sure and I don't think it matters but she was a part of the LGBTQ community and you know just think 1950s America. Was that kind to anyone in the LGBTQ community? No. Um, not that that's saying much for today but whatever. <laughs> but it was worse. It was always worse. But her, even her mother, who was a genius, who was great with knots and magical knots and mathematical equations, who could have been so much and done so much with her life, she was restricted because of her gender. And her aunt likes to remind her mother of that quite a lot. You get to see um, what her aunt is trying to do. Her aunt is trying to tell her, you know, her, Alex, our character, her aunt is trying to tell her, hey, 
your mother let them stop her because of her gender. I don't want you to let them stop you because of your gender. You can be as good as any man out there, even better, just like she could have, but she didn't fight hard enough. You know, you respect her aunt for that, but it does awake, awaken a lot of old wounds for Alex's mother. And you get to see that there is this push and pull, this love and anger and resentment that does linger between the two of them because Alex's aunt wants so much more for not just her sister, but for her own daughter and her niece as well. She wants so much more for women in general. And Alex, as a child, she doesn't really realize it. She doesn't really see what's going on. It takes a lot. It takes a while for her to. There's a journey for her to embark upon. There is an awakening, I want to say. There's an awakening for her. And that's what I really enjoyed about this story, how it really did highlight the oppressive nature of the country, of the world, really, because it's not like the mass dragoning only happened in the US in this book. It happened across the globe. And you're just seeing how oppressive it was to these women that they felt so oppressed, they felt so oppressed that in order for them to be free, they had to become dragons. And I thought that was just such a beautiful imagery. They turned into these mythical beasts that, I mean, if you look at medieval and um, literature, knights always had to kill the dragon. So, I mean, it's just, it's very compelling and it's really thoughtful. I'm trying to wrangle my thoughts for this book because I'm looking at my notes and they're like all over the place. I could probably spend hours talking about this book um, because it was so, so well done. And ever since, you know, that mass dragoning, you, Alex's, you know, Alex's mother adopts her niece and she's like, my sister never existed. We do not speak of her. She does not exist. We do not say the word dragon. We do not mention the mass dragoning. Nothing, right? So she has to kind of come to terms with a, a very overprotective mother, an absentee father, and the lies that just start piling. My cousin is now my sister. My cousin is my sister. Um, my aunt never existed. She, it just didn't happen. So you get to see her struggle as she's writing this story, as she's recounting her life, Alex. You get to see how she's just like, lies, I'm sorry. B is not my sister. B is not my cousin. She is my sister. I never had an aunt. That becomes really repetitive really early on after the events, but it speaks volumes, you know, she was again restricted. She was oppressed by what society deemed, what was appropriate, what was allowed, what was not forbidden. She's being compelled to think what society wants her to think. And it, she's in danger of falling into that trap of, that her mother fell into, of letting society dictate how far she can go 
because of her gender. Does she, can she have a job, a real job, more than just being a secretary or a paralegal? Can she actually take the position that would normally be given to a man? She wants to fight for that, but she doesn't know how. And there's also an allegory here. Um, I don't know if it was intentional. Maybe I was reading into it too much. But there is this allusion to the acceptance of transgender individuals between Alex and B because B wants nothing more than to be a dragon. She's like, no, I'm a dragon, I'm a dragon, I'm a dragon. And you constantly have Alex saying no, inappropriate, unacceptable. And it's just a really powerful scene, especially when she tells B, her cousin slash sister, when she tells her slash daughter, considering she has to raise her, um, when she tells her be exactly who you want to be. Be free. Be free to be who you are. I will love you no matter what. Um, and she, she apologizes. I mean, it's such a powerful and moving scene when she just apologizes profusely and be like, I'm sorry I've been keeping you. I'm sorry my selfishness has been keeping you from being this person that you want to see, that you want to be, that you are on the inside. And it's a beautiful scene. It is a remarkable scene. And I'm, I was just blown away by the beauty of the storytelling and the feminism and how powerful and thoughtful and empowering it was. You know, the book is encouraging us women, um, anyone really, it's encouraging its readers to not conform to what society deems is acceptable. It's encouraging us to be who we want to be, to be true to ourselves. The people who love us, they're going to love us no matter what. And it's a beautiful, wonderful book because of that. And I have to give it five stars. I mean, it's so funny. Someone came to me at work and at the bookstore and she's just like I need something to read she's like I just got out of this bad breakup and I need something for me and I need something that's empowering and I was just like here take this one and you know what she came back a couple days later she's like oh my god you saved me this book was exactly what I needed please just give me more recommendations and I take that to be like wow I really did my I, I really did my job you know um, <laughs> I really love sharing my love of books with people and I think empowering books don't just have to be about feminism they can be about anything but this one was this one was a feministic fam fantasy I thought it was really well done I thought it was very compelling I absolutely 100% loved it and I can't stress enough how great of a book it was. Um, so I have to give it five out of five stars. I hope you all will pick it up. Um, this was one of my book club choices for my book club. Um, you can check out my website for more information on it. Um, just so that in case you guys want to join it. But you know what? Please pick this book up. It was amazing. When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. B-A-R-N-H-I-L-L 
absolutely fantastical and amazing and wonderful. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, so yeah, five out of five stars. Um, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing with all your book-loving friends. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.